Hey everyone, so today Joseph and I will be talking about trusting God with your children and I would love for Joseph to start off this conversation. Okay, um, the biggest, the, the key verses are coming out of Exodus and, and also the, main, the key key verse is coming out of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 23. But let me read you the background story in Exodus. Um, in the book of Exodus, it opens up with the children of Israel, the Israelites being in uh, Egypt. Uh, they're in bondage, they're in slavery, they, um, they're multiplying. And Pharaoh does not like that, the Pharaoh that's there. And he orders the firstborn, not the firstborn, but all the male children of the Israelites killed. And we see this in Exodus chapter 1, verse 22, and going into the beginning of chapter 2. It reads, um, Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born to the Hebrews must be thrown into the Nile, but every daughter shall you shall keep alive. And Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 5 says, Now a man of the house of Levi, the priestly tribe, went and took as his wife a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and gave birth to a son. And when she saw that he was especially beautiful a health and healthy, she hid him for three months to protect him from the Egyptians. When she could no longer hide him, she got him him a basket made of papyrus reeds and covered it with tar and pitch, making it waterproof. Then she put the child in it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. And his sister Miriam stood some distance away to find out what would happen to him. And verse, here we have a story of a, a a godly family wanting to protect their child and wanting to raise their child the way God wants them to, uh, wanted their child to be raised. However, the government at that time and the authorities at that time wanted that child dead. They, they were like, there's no need for this male child to be born to live. Um, and so the family had to take a risk. Do they obey God's word and keep the child alive? Or do they follow the word of man, and allow the child to die. Hmm. And in this day and age, we sometimes find ourselves, maybe not in that extreme of a situation, but we have, uh, in some school systems, might try to teach our children certain way, things that are against God's word. Do we allow our children to learn that stuff, or do we teach our kids at home what God's word says about things? So And say, no, uh, I don't want my child to be taught that stuff. Or at least go the extra mile, make sure our ch- children know the truth. So when the lie tries to prevent, present itself, they know that uh, they can recognize the lie for what it is and not believe it. And I think that's really an important key uh, to do with our children, teaching them solid values at home, which solid values to me are the godly values, you know, that we establish ourselves, you know, by believing in God and reading his word and have that relationship. But also our children see our example and they will mimic more of what we do than uh, what we say. You know, we may tell them to do one thing, but it's like, well, mom and dad did X, Y, Z, so I'm going to do how they did. Mm -hmm. But in any case, 
I definitely believe that we know this world is real and we can't protect our children from everything, but we can instill them with godly values. So when trying times come, when the uh, enemy comes to test, they already have the answer key. And along with that, when we teach our children what God says we're supposed to teach them, at that point, we don't what we're supposed to do. And we have to trust God that he's going to protect them, not just only physically, but also mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Because a lot of times we pray for our children's uh, physical well-being, which we need to continue on doing. But we may neglect, uh, some people might neglect to pray for their children's spiritual, emotional, uh, uh, mental well-being as well. And it's very, very important because the battles in the mind, the, the story's been for the past 20 years that a lot of good Christian kids grow up in a good Christian home. And then when they go off to college or they go into high school, they're turned, they're drawn away from the Lord because they didn't have a, the, uh, maybe not as solid of a, of a foundation as uh, the parents thought. And so we need to pray and trust God that he's going to keep our children no matter what environment they're put into as long as we do our job and teach them at home. And one of the things that encouraged me was uh, I read that scripture from Exodus and saw that even though there was risk of being getting in trouble, they did what God was supposed to do. Uh, they were supposed to do and trusted God with their child and, and, and kept that child alive. And then I went and saw in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23, this is the faith chapter. This example was used as how we should, as Christians in the New Testament, should exercise their faith. And it says, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23 says, By faith, Moses, after his birth, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful and divinely favored child. And they were not afraid of the king's or Pharaoh's decree. They weren't afraid of the, the decree saying that, hey, go uh, all those uh, children, male children uh, born to the Hebrews were supposed to die. They weren't afraid of the decree um, that was against God's will. And we cannot be afraid of any kind of decrees of the, um, of the school board or whoever saying that our children have to learn uh, lifestyles that are not in line with God's word. Or our children have to um, bow down and, uh, and, uh, and worship at uh, altars of uh, pop culture or worship, worship at altars of other religions, even for that matter. Yes, our children need to be cultured up and our children need to understand and learn about other things. But there are some school systems out there that forcing uh, uh, other religions and other ways of thinking that are contrary to the Bible onto children. And we don't have to uh, 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 be bullied or fear what man could do to us. We have to respect and have awesome reverence for Almighty God and trust him that he's going to handle and take care of our children if we do what he calls us to do. Right. And understand something that is a beyond-the-surface perspective, is not, this life was not guaranteed to be easy for us, right? Nor will it be easy for our children. Our children will 
have challenges that they will have to face and that they will have to choose to allow God to be with them so that they can make it through. So it's important that we uh, understand that we are empowered through Christ and that we share that with our children, that regardless of what the enemy tries to do, regardless of what they do in society, and all the evil that's going on, you have authority and power through Christ to uh, to truly do what is holy and to truly make a difference and let your light shine, right? Let your light shine. So, you know, I think it's so important as parents that as we truly trust God with our children, you know, we have to understand that it won't always be sunshine and rainbows, but we trust him more than we fear or doubt or have any unbelief in what this going, this world is doing, what's going on in our own lives, you know, because life happens. Um, so I definitely um, know that the story of Moses and how that whole story had to go about. Do we trust God to that point where we have a three-month-old baby, right? And we're willing to send that baby down a river, of course, in a, a, a vessel that was designed to protect that baby as the baby was going down the river, but even still... Do we have that much faith in God when it comes to our children that we can say, God, I I know that I'm sending my child into a place where danger could happen. Mm -hmm. Things could happen. But God, I'm trusting you to get my child through safely. Is there faith there? Do you trust God that much when it comes to your children? If you do not, then... We challenge you to get there. And today we're going to pray that you do get there. And so we're going to pray about that as well. We're going to encourage you to uh, study the word, read the word, and pray yourself and communicate with God. Because uh, the more we expose ourselves to, first of all, the God's word, and then expose ourselves to God's presence, that builds boldness and trust in him. Because we're going to start noticing that he is faithful to his word and that he is faithful even when we're not faithful ourselves. Hmm. And so the more we spend time with God and the more we spend time in his word, the more you're going to be able to trust him. Even if you don't feel like you you could just let it go right now, or if you may be intimidated by certain circumstances dealing with the children and, and, and their well-being and different things, hmm. guess what? Be of good cheer. That's one of the things that's all over the New Testament is that phrase, be of good cheer, fear not. And so um, let us pray. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for all you've done, all you're doing, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose up with all power in his hands. And part of that power is the power to take us uh, to keep our children and uh, take care of our children and to know that the things that you've uh, begun with them and that they've uh, 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 been planted in them, that they won't depart from that as they get older. 
And Lord, we ask God to continue to give us boldness and wisdom on how to teach our children and what and to, to trust you that you taking care of our children, no matter what's going on, whatever uh, situation they get put in, and no matter what uh, their surroundings they're put in, whether it be at school, at, at uh, in the neighborhood, uh, even as they grow up and they're grow, become grown adult children and they're going out into the world or to college or military, whatever, God, we ask you, God, and we ask God to uh, uh, keep them and guide them, but also help us to trust you with them, God. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, we know that you're the one who has the power to to protect them uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Because mm. we know that we're not omnipresent, but you are. Yes, God. We're not all-knowing, but you are. Mm. We're not all-powerful, but you are. Yes. And we thank you, Lord God, and we trust you with our children. And we give you all the grace, glory, and honor. Yes. In Jesus' name. And God, we also just want to pray that even right now, For those parents, God, who continue to cry out for their children to be saved, God, whether they be younger children or older children, God, would you just touch those parents, God, and allow them to understand that they should and need to continue to trust you for the salvation of their children, God. We thank you for your blessings, God. We thank you for our children, God. And we thank you for your covering and protection over them. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.